Welcome to this week's episode of Babelfish, the podcast where non-believers share their life stories. In this week's episode, I talk to two non-believers. First, I talk to Helmut. We talk about him growing up as a Catholic. We talk about the things who made him stop believing. One, reading the Bible, and two, traveling and meeting people all over the world. Then I talk to Adrian. We talk about him growing up in a secular home. We talk about atheism, humanism, and debunking superstition. I would like to thank my patrons, Happy and Lena Peterson. Thank you so much for your support. Please give Babelfish a good rating in your podcast app. Please share Babelfish with your family and friends. In order to continue the podcast, I need funding. Remember, you can support Babelfish by becoming a Patreon. Become a Patreon on patreon.com or the Danish equivalent, tenet.dk. You will find the links in the episode description. Hello and welcome to today's episode. I'm uh, in Peru, Lima, talking to Helmut. Welcome. <laughs> Hello, Christine. Hello. Uh, can you present Thank yourself you. for the audience? Well, I am uh, uh, currently the president of the Secular Humanist Society of Peru. I'm uh, one of the founding directors. Mm-hmm. Um, I am 41 years old and um, have been living here for around 10 years. I okay. used to live in London before. Yeah. Uh, I studied at uh, the London School of Economics and I was actually a member of the Secular Humanist Society of the of the university. The, of the university, okay. Yes. Yeah. They have a great tradition uh, in the UK. That's right, it's called, it's called Shaft, uh, mm. Secular and Free, uh, Secular Humanist and Free Thinking Society. Shaft, okay, yeah. <laughs> in, in England they have uh, two societies, one is the British Humanist Association, mm. one is the National Secular Society, Yeah. so they have two different ones, mm-hmm. and in LSE they combined both in, in one, so uh, we thought it was a good idea to do something similar here. Yeah, okay. We just wish we had more time to dedicate yeah. ourselves to this, but in this country it's very difficult you mm. cannot really live um being a an activist no right? oh, okay yeah. unless you're a religious activist then yeah then, then you have a lot money. of money yeah exactly <laughs> but uh, for us it's complicated so uh, uh we are hanging on there mm. but uh, of course the secular humanist society is um uh, not as uh, as active as we would like mm-hmm. but we do a couple of things yeah here and there Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And how did you become uh, an unbeliever? I would summarize it in two things. I used to be a believer, and uh, I wasn't a fanatic or, or or a hardcore believer, but uh, but uh, but I was very very sure about what I w- was believing. Mm-hmm. You know, I studied at a school which is not officially a Catholic school, but it's very very Catholic and conservative. Okay, so it's a Catholic Unofficially, background. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my parents both are very conservative Catholics okay. who took me to church every Sunday mm. and, and all that. So what made me stop believing, as I said, is basically two things. One of them is travel. Mm. I like to travel a lot. Yeah. And since very young, uh, I grabbed every opportunity that I had to travel mm-hmm. around the world. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't like to travel to the places where everybody had been. I, I like to travel to exotic places. Yes. <laughs> so I had the opportunity of going to the Middle East mm-hmm. and going to Asia. Uh, and I met the people, I, I saw that the people there believed in their own religions. Completely different. Just as, 
as strongly mm -hmm. as we believed in ours. Yeah. So, you know, and they were fine people, uh, normal people like everyone else, you know? Yeah, living a normal, good life. Exactly, yeah. not <laughs> like they, they, they used to paint it here when I was a kid, you know? Uh, everybody who is not Christian is a savage, you know, yeah. more or less. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I saw that they were just as, as, as we were. They believed in all their stuff, just like we believed in our stuff. Mm. So I started investigating a little about their beliefs. Yeah. So uh, it was either they were wrong and we were right, or vice versa, or mm -hmm. everyone is wrong because yeah. they cannot all be Everybody right at the same time. Everybody can't be right. No. <laughs> so I just came to the logical conclusion that they're all wrong, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. <laughs> they're all false. Yeah. Um, the second thing that made me stop believing was reading the Bible. <laughs> yeah. I went to Israel in mm -hmm. one of these travels that I that I did because I I had a job when I was I, like I graduated quite young from university. I had a job since quite young, so I could uh, afford to travel. I didn't buy anything. I didn't buy clothes. I didn't buy a car. Nothing. I just spent everything traveling. Yeah. So I went to Israel. And I went to Jerusalem, so I said, oh, I should start it reading the Bible, fights. Yeah. You know, so I can get the feeling, you know. Yeah. And I don't regret it. It was, it was really, really interesting to see uh, all, of all the places that you read on the, on the yeah. Gospels and all that. Yeah. But after reading the Gospels, which was the thing that I started with, because I was in Jerusalem, mm. I said, okay, I'm going to start from, from the, the uh, beginning. Yeah. And by the time I reached the Exodus, I had already stopped I already realized it was all mm. nonsense. Yeah. You no? Know? Mm. All of it. Yeah. And the more I read, you know, the, the, then you get to Leviticus, you get to Numbers, you get mm. to Deuteronomy, and it gets worse and worse yeah. and more awful by, yeah, by the pages that you turn. Yeah, horrible stories exactly. in the Bible, yeah. So I realized, I mean, this cannot be the moral guide of, uh, of anyone. Mm. This is completely... Um, uh, this is this. Is, uh, uh, we have we have evolved not only technologically, but we have evolved morally mm. a yeah. lot in the past two thousand years. Why should we guide our moral principles mm. by the myths of nomadic people from the desert, yeah. from the Bronze Age? Yeah. Uh, you actually, as I don't know who said this, but um, you learn much more about ethics. Mm. watching Star Trek than reading the Bible. <laughs> yeah. Now, by each yeah. episode, you have a true ethics. Yeah. ethical lesson. Mm. Yeah. Uh, unlike the Bible, which is uh, in, in many is parts a, 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 a things, horror right? story. Yeah, right? it is. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and the God that uh, dictates you all his moral principles is not ethical at all. No. No, it's, it's, it's quite, quite unpleasant. Mm -hmm. And even if you take Jesus, uh, uh, which is a little less unpleasant, but still absurd in, in, mm. in, in many things. Well, there are some things in which he, he made sense if he existed at all. Mm. But uh, for Christians, Jesus is supposed to be God, you know, himself. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So how come Jesus, who is all nice, you know, <laughs> was uh, ordering genocide and rape and, and, mm. and slavery and all mm -hmm. that? Yeah. Uh, just a couple of thousand years before. Mm. <laughs> so, exactly. so that's how I stopped believing. And then 
my non-belief was consolidated when I started getting uh, interested in science. Mm -hmm. This is what, what I work in right now. I'm, I'm a, a, a distributor of scientific instruments mm -hmm. and I also organize uh, um, uh, training of scientists in the latest scientific methods. Okay, how so old were you when you stopped believing? Um, it was a process. I think mm. it started like a, a, at around 21 okay. until 24, mm. more or less. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right, so, like uh, working in in the world of science and reading about science also uh, uh, made my 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 thinking be more uh, scientific, mm -hmm. you know, more yeah. critical. Yeah. So yeah, that, that that's basically it. Okay. And and did you have any reactions? What about your parents? Oh, uh, uh, I think uh, they were more shocked by that mm. than the fact that I'm gay. You know? <laughs> oh, I wow. Should, yes. <laughs> it's it's, it's uh, easier to uh, get out of a closet mm -hmm. um, than getting out of an atheist closet, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of it's interesting. Like, yeah. Like, uh, yes, I heard it in other countries that exactly, even in countries where homosexuality is uh, illegal. Exactly. It actually could be worse being atheist than being homosexual. Well, you it's see now there's a, there's a gay candidate for president of the United States. Yeah. There's no atheist candidate. No. no that's that's yeah. unimaginable. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Because uh, uh, the gay candidate is a Christian. Yeah. Actually quite uh, strongly Christian. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So they were shocked. But yeah, they didn't... Well... It's, it's, it's like um, they were shocked with, with both things, mm. but uh, the thing my my dad criticizes most is when I write something that criticizes the church, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. But he's he's uh, he's uh, he's really um, civilized, you know. So mm. we we do get uh, to discuss things mm. in a very civilized way, and, and, okay. and I mean I, I mean my relationship hasn't changed at all by okay, either good. of the two things. Okay. So we are still very close. Yeah. But they don't they approve. Don't, they don't approve right, and yeah. they don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. And they and uh, and I think they uh, especially my father he doesn't like it when other people realize that I am actually hmm. uh, criticizing the church or I'm oh, I'm okay. I'm outside of the yeah of the Christian community you know. Okay. It's yeah. uh, for for people their ages. It's kind of uh, shameful. Mm. Oh, okay. To be outside. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to be uh, a non-believer yeah. or or yeah. to criticize the church. You oh, know? Okay. Yeah. And I I've been I've had the chance to criticize the church a lot in these past years. <laughs> okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah, because that's what. When did you found the organization? How old, old is it? I think it's about. Maybe six years old. Oh, okay. Something like that. Yeah. So fairly new. Yeah. Yeah. Twelve. Oh, so it's eight years. Yeah, eight years old. So you almost have a jubilee soon. You have to remember to celebrate the jubilee. Ten years. <laughs> I thought it was twenty-five. No. No, the no the first ten and twenty is also. Oh right. Cel celebrate. <laughs> yeah, and then twenty-five. <laughs> well, I wish we had more. More, more, more to celebrate. Mm. Uh, um, but uh, I think in the little time we've we've had, we've we've had some impact mm. in society. Okay. Um, we have uh, 
probably one of our most uh, successful um, activities is uh, one of our directors, Victor's uh, classes, mm. because um, most of the pupils that come to his class end mm. up being atheists after his <laughs> class. <right? laughs> Which is and kind of interesting, just based on critical thinking. And yeah. yeah. So yeah. It's, a, it's like a factory of, of, yeah. uh, of uh, non-belief. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't say anything about it. No. He just, he, he teaches them how to think, you know, mm. know what to think, and they come to their own conclusions. Yeah, which is a good thing. Yeah. They have to think for themselves. Yeah, that's, that's why they haven't yeah. kicked him out in the Catholic university in which yeah. he works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, because as I understand it, critical thinking is not necessarily part of the curriculum exactly. in schools. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's not. And then we, we, we also uh, have, uh, and we've, we've had uh, along these eight years, um, podcasts and interview mm. programs. Yeah. And uh, we have uh, published many, many articles mm -hmm. in different uh, uh, types of media. We've gone to yeah. interviews and we also... Uh, co-wrote uh, mm. the civil unions bill. Okay. Um, yeah. Together with uh, we, we we associated ourselves with a congressman, mm -hmm. and we wrote the bill. Okay. Yeah, that's right. It, well, he he's no longer a congressman. Okay. But uh, uh, that's probably the I mean regarding um, law. That's the most uh, uh, that's the thing that we've done that has had the most impact. Oh, okay. In yeah. Society. There's yeah. clearly a LGBT community in Peru before mm -hmm. the bill and after the bill. Yeah, okay. Oh, there's a gay uh, pride mm. parade before the bill and after the bill. It's okay. like a uh, hundred times larger after the bill. Oh, that's uh, nice. So... Uh, um, so it's created more awareness also? Yes, after yeah. we, we launched this, after we presented this bill, it failed, of course. We, mm. but, but we knew it was going to fail, but the object was not that it would pass, but the, that it would be in the media, it would be discussed in, in classrooms, in families, in, yeah. in streets. Um, politicians came out of the closet, actors came out mm. of the closet. Which is amazing. So, yeah. yes, it, it was, it was uh, um, quite su su successful mm. if mm. you measure it that way. Yeah, yes. and then it makes the next steps easier, maybe. It's <laughs> more right. common to talk about and, and push for changes in the legislation. That's right. Yeah. Oh, okay. I find it really interesting. Um, so now you're also known as an organization due to the bill, or we were in the in the spotlight yeah. during those days a lot. <laughs> Not so yeah. much anymore. No, we haven't done anything too controversial these days. Maybe okay. we should, but but in those days, yeah, we uh, actually our our um, exposure mm. allowed us to to gain a lot of following and yes. members and that. Yes. Yeah. How many times. members do you have? Uh, I don't know exactly. It's okay. a couple of hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have more followers uh, in social media than members? A lot of yes. organizations do have. Yes, we do. Yeah. We do have more. Okay. So do you, do you also um, create the online communities or how do you reach out to people in Peru? Well, we have a um, uh, the, the, this uh, Facebook page. Mm. We had the, uh, also blogs and Facebook pages for the uh, programs that okay. we had, like like the podcasts and the and the interview program and mm. all that. Okay, so people find you online. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, and okay. um, 
We haven't been that met, much active on Twitter. No. No. Maybe, but Twitter maybe is also, I find, a difficult media. Yes, we've we've who had is, a, a, a complicated it? relationship. Yeah, with because Twitter, in, in my in my country, it's uh, politicians and journalists who are on Twitter, pretty much. And celebrities. Only no, not really. They mm. are on Instagram. No. Uh. But mostly, it's politicians and journalists. Right. Yeah. Um, so we try to be on Twitter, but it's still difficult because. Yes, I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would have a large following, especially mm. in those times when when I myself was a lot in the in the in the media. Mm. I had a lot of following on Facebook, and I yeah. tried Twitter, and there was like two Nothing. people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. I didn't know how to translate that following into Twitter. No, no. Yeah, Facebook is actually easier. We find it the same way. So right. we have not using Twitter as much. Okay. So and how has the how has um, Peru changed while you've existed as an organization is there's a lot of more is there there are more atheists the yes. part well the number of atheists are growing right yes they are uh, there was a census recently and and the number of atheists are growing mm-hmm. as as in most of the western world yeah but the atmosphere and the um, and the relationship between the church and the state that hasn't changed much oh okay yeah but, yeah, but is, is there a bigger understanding for for humanists and secularism now than when you started 10 years ago or is it the same? I wouldn't say there's a, a, a lot more understanding about what, what secular humanism means. Mm. Okay. But uh, th- there is more awareness about the separation of church and state. Okay. And maybe they don't know about the term secular humanism. Okay. or secularism but but they know the concept mm. they are aware of the concept oh, okay. so yes there is more more uh, awareness about that yeah okay uh, but it won't among be the people soon but but the institutions haven't changed much oh, okay <laughs> yeah i think the people changes first and then the institutions are 10 years behind i think sometimes well, in some yeah. cases institutions can drive change you know yeah but but in this case no, and and the Congress has usually been conservative. Mm. You know, the last three Congresses or more have been conservative, always. Okay, yeah. Maybe the we have elections uh, on Sunday, the day oh. after tomorrow, for okay. a new Congress, and apparently it's going to be more liberal. Okay, it looks like it. Okay, it sounds yes. good. Yeah. So let's see what happens. Let's hope. I'm still here on Sunday. Oh, right. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see if there's any changes. Yes, yeah, okay. I think it's going to be a more liberal Congress mm. and I've heard from my politician friends that uh, they're gonna try it again with the civil unions bill okay in next in the next session yeah yes. okay that's right okay okay it's being interesting to see what happens hopefully yes. it, it passes in some sort maybe <laughs> of yeah. course it's, it's not uh, um, equal marriage no but the way that in which we designed it it was exactly the same but with a different name okay yeah really really first step yeah Yeah, exactly yeah but uh, good luck with that and uh, thank you very much for talking to me thanks to you for for your interview this was my talk with Helmut coming up is my talk with Adrian hello (laughs) hello and uh, your name is uh, Adrian is that Adrian or Adrian Adrian Uh, can you present yourself for yes, the listeners? Uh, I am Adrián Núñez, I'm a member and, and uh, director of the Society of Humanist Society of Peru. Mm-hmm. 
or secular uh, <laughs> human <laughs> secular society. Human secular society. Yeah. Peru. Uh, well, I am here uh, like since 2014. Okay. Yeah. And how did you become a non-believer? Uh, I always is a no, was a non-believer, an atheist, openly an atheist, mm -hmm. uh, since I remember because I I was grew up in a secular uh, home. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my parents never teach me or never force me to any belief in, in no no religion and okay. And even in a school, they try to exonerate me mm -hmm. from the religion course okay. every year. And well, when I was uh, 18 or 17, maybe I tried to become a believer. I tried to become <laughs> Christian because almost all my friends were Christian. Yeah. Yes, I, I, um, so your whole uh, community was Christian, but not your yeah, family. Almost my um, see, okay. boy, yes. Mm. And then I entered to a Christian church. Uh, um, it was not Catholic, it was a Protestant church. It was a Protestant church, yes, okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I couldn't, I couldn't believe that. And I was exposed to very serious contradictions mm -hmm. inside the religion. Yeah. Um, that strained my, my atheism, you know? Okay. But when I was uh, in my first year of university, I preferred to call myself uh, um, uh, agnostic. Okay, yeah. Then I realized, yeah. I realized that was an error. I was really an atheist. No? Yeah, okay. But mm -hmm. you called yourself an agnostic. Yeah. Okay. W is it because it's difficult to call yourself an atheist? No, 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 no. Not, not that. Uh, it was because I thought that I had several doubts about that, about religion mm. and believing and atheism. Yeah. But that was, was like a fading. In the mm -hmm. time, no? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So when did you start calling yourself an atheist? I started as a child, as a kid. Yeah, okay. And then stopped Just some a cold, months short in period, yeah. and then uh, I oh, okay. yeah. yeah. And uh, when did you become active? Uh, I think it was in 2010, mm -hmm. 2000, no, 2007. I play music in a, in a rock band yeah. and I had one, uh, one discussion about religion with my friends in Europe and I noticed that I could rebate all the arguments very quickly mm. and the next day I entered internet, started to find, uh, to search about atheism and mm -hmm. uh, found a very large group in Spain, uh, okay. cyber ateos, mm -hmm. cyber atheists. Yeah. Uh, I rolled that. I, I I found very cool friends there. Uh, but in I, Spain, not here. But it, it was international. It oh, was okay. Just, it was from uh, every everywhere. everywhere. Um, uh, Angel is my friend mm -hmm. since that time, uh, and that that started my my, my activism. Mm -hmm. no? Okay. And uh, did you start it in the humanist society? Uh, I started uh, founding uh, an atheist society. Okay. Atheist association in Peru, and then I leave the association and, and enter the humanist society. Okay. Why mm -hmm. did you change? Uh, to there was a there was a, a problem with one member of the 
oh, okay. of the association that okay. was the first president. Uh, we are no, we disagree in several oh, okay. aspects. So uh, <laughs> I, I, live, I live yeah. in the association. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. So you, and now you are active in the Humanist Secular yeah. Society. Yes. And what do you uh, do in the organization? Um, now I'm, uh, um, I organize several groups of uh, mm. activism. Uh, I am in a, a radio program. Yeah. Called Paranormales de la Noche. Uh, it's like it's a word joke. Uh, para is for mm. normales, normal for normal people. Oh, okay. In but one also of the, the paranormal in a radio channel or yeah, yeah, okay. FM radio. FM uh, radio, yeah, okay. Um, we are now in recession because we are looking for financing uh, oh, okay. for 2020. So what's the um, program about? It's about uh, paranormal uh, issues, uh, pseudoscience, oh, okay. alternative medicine, uh, religion. That, that kind of stuff. So you try to... But it's, it's all about uh, um, critical thinking. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So you try to debunk yes. all the superstitions. Yes. Oh, okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. How long has it been running? Since 2011. Oh, that's mm -hmm. a many years. Yeah, but not all years was there. Uh, almost, uh, almost... Or maybe we were six years in mm. Okay, but it's difficult to find funding? Yes, yes, very difficult. Oh, okay. So how is it paid? Uh, how do you find uh, funding? Usually we, uh, we, we made like, we call a chanchita. It's like uh, every, everyone, um, everybody put... Oh, pitch in? Well, so it's kind of a, okay. Like yeah, a so it's kind of crowdfunding. Yes. Kind of, okay. So everybody pays a bit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And then you can... And you can just get airtime on the FM, or uh, yeah, we we paid like in six months, and, and we are on there six or seven months. And, and then you have airtime. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, it's just because it's so different from Denmark. It's not possible for if you want to have a radio program, you have mm -hmm. to find a radio channel who wants to to host you. No, no, uh, yeah. we have a, a radio channel. It's a very big radio channel in in Lima. Yeah. But it's not national, it's local in, in an area called San Juan de lo Vigancho, very big okay. area, yeah. very populated, very populated. Uh, and we know the the owner of the radio, oh, okay. I, so that's why. he yeah. fortunately allows us to talk about anything, no? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and okay. that's not a problem. Okay. Uh, and what else do you do? Um, we organize uh, projects in, this, in society and now it's legalizing some things in the, mm -hmm. in the society right oh, okay. now. No? Yeah, and and you so you have never faced any challenges being non-religious. Mm, no, not no. really, not really. Okay, it was very easy for me. Yeah, it's yeah. good, f good yeah. for you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> because I guess there's a difference, but uh, but since you grew up in a secular family, it's not very common. No, I no, guess. no, no, not very no. common here. No. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, but thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. In order to continue the podcast, I need funding. Remember, you can support Babelfish by becoming a Patreon. You can also follow Babelfish on Facebook and Instagram. You'll find the links in the episode description. Until next time, be a happy human.